Welcome to the Wire to Wire podcast. As always, it's me, your host Yusuf. I have a fun and interesting episode for you guys today, and I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. So without further ado, let's just get right to it. So the NBA recently held their All-Star Weekend, and the Saturday night was hot trash. But I'm not here to discuss how boring it was. I'm not even going to discuss the game that happened on Sunday. What I want to focus on is the 75-year celebration that they had. So this is the NBA's 75th season, and they wanted to celebrate it by commemorating the 75 greatest players. And they had a lunch, photo op, and a celebration of all of these players. Now, interestingly enough, one of the players missing was Scottie Pippen. Now, the streets is talking, and it's allegedly being reported that he wasn't in attendance because Michael Jordan gave an ultimatum that if Scottie Pippen is there, he's not going. So I'm going to give a little breakdown and some background, and then I'll explain what lessons we can all learn from this. So Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen were teammates on the Chicago Bulls, from the late 80s up until 1998, and along the way they won six championships together. Now Michael Jordan was clearly the star of that team, and he is one of the most iconic athletes to have ever lived. And Scottie Pippen is an all-time great, and he was largely considered the sidekick to Jordan during that time. Now back in April 2020, when there was no sports due to the pandemic, ESPN and Netflix released a documentary called The Last Dance. It was a 10-part series discussing that finals bowl season of 1997 going into 1998, as well as the history of that team. Now, in that docuseries, Scottie Pippen didn't like how he was portrayed, and he ended up releasing a book last year where he essentially bashed Michael Jordan, said that his role on that team is underappreciated, and he called Michael Jordan selfish. So, with that background, what do I make of this, and what can we all learn from this? So for starters, Scottie Pippen has completely let his ego get the best of him, and it's only hurt him more than it's helped him. So you were named one of the 75 greatest players to ever play. Of all the thousands of players who came and went in the past 75 years, you were called one of the greatest. So what more do you want? So what if you weren't the star of those Bulls teams? You weren't as good as Jordan, and you know what? That's okay. You're still recognized as one of the greatest to ever play. And you have six championships. But you couldn't even be there to celebrate that moment because of your actions. You've lost all perspective in your quest to try and tarnish Michael Jordan's name. The reality is, like I said before, Jordan is an iconic figure. Like there are kids who were not even alive to see him play that are wearing and buying his shoes. He made the NBA a global league. So of course, if he says you have to choose between me and Pippen, the NBA is going to choose him. Now, if you didn't like the way you were portrayed in that documentary, you could have easily called him and cleared it up with him. Instead, you embarrassed yourself by writing things in your book that were clearly mentioned only for shock value. Now, I didn't read the book, but I saw a lot of reviews and excerpts of it, and it was enough for me to say it's not worth the read. So, for example, in the book, he writes that their former coach, Phil Jackson, was racist. Then, in an interview, when he's asked about it, he says, I don't think that he's racist. Um, Do you not even know what you wrote in your own book? Then, he talks about Jordan not being the greatest and that LeBron is better. 
Now, I don't care for this debate, and I'm not going to get into this debate. But when it comes to this particular conversation, Scottie Pippen has no credibility for two reasons. So number one, you clearly have a problem with Jordan. So any analysis you give is not going to be objective. And secondly, you flip-flop so much on this topic that you just can't be taken seriously anymore. So in 2011, I believe it was May 2011, you came out and said that LeBron was better. Then, a couple of years later, you said LeBron is not even better than you since you won six rings. And then, you go on to say that LeBron hasn't even passed Kobe. And then you said Jordan is the greatest. And now you're saying that LeBron is the greatest player ever and he's better than Jordan. So, I mean, no disrespect to Pippen, but this does not make him credible. His ego combined with his jealousy towards Jordan has caused him to lose perspective on what truly matters. Now, one of the ways that you can tell when someone is jealous or envious is when you listen to them explain themselves, they make no sense in what they're saying. It almost seems as though they're talking just for the sake of talking because they're trying to rationalize something that cannot be rationalized. Like really think about everything that he's been saying with the examples I just gave. Does any of that make sense to you? And the answer is, of course it doesn't. And you'll find it's the same thing with people who might hold jealousy or envy towards you. See, as you progress in life, or you try to progress in life, these are the type of things that you will come across. Now, I've personally experienced it in my journey, and you will no doubt experience it in yours. So while we can't control what others do, we have to make sure that we don't allow these feelings reach our hearts and our spirits. And unfortunately, it's a sad reality that it can come from the people who are closest to you, even the ones that you least expect it from. So 20 plus years ago, when Jordan and Pippen were teammates and they were playing at the highest level and they were winning six championships together, did you ever think that it crossed Jordan's mind that this guy would write all these things about me in a book? But in the end, that's how it played out. And the thing with jealousy and envy is that they are self-destructive traits, but it also has the ability to be destructive towards us. So Pippen tarnished his own name and made himself look bad by bashing a former teammate. And then he got himself uninvited to a celebration, a once-in-a-lifetime celebration he cost himself. But on this path to self-destruction, he also tried to bring Jordan down with him. This is the same guy that wrote a whole book insulting him. And that's why we always have to pay close attention to who we allow around us and who we give access to. You see, Jordan understands what I understand, and I want to share this with you guys. Once someone experiences those thoughts or feelings of jealousy or envy, that is the end of that relationship or dynamic. Like, really think about that. How do you reconcile or comfort someone whose disappointment comes from the fact that you're doing well for yourself or you're trying to make progress in your life? How can you? What will you do? Are you going to apologize for trying your best? Are you going to spend time to try to show them a different perspective that they shouldn't be comparing themselves to you and that they can just try to do better for themselves? You can't. It's done. It's over. Once it gets to that point, you have to let them go. It's best for your own sanity and for your own well-being. And ultimately, while this is a situation between Pippin and Jordan, 
it's a good example because it's something that can happen to any one of us. So we have to be mindful and we have to pay attention to the subtle things. That means listening to the comments that someone makes or paying attention to their reactions after we tell them good news or just overall observing their behavior. Now these signs are dead giveaways, but only if we pay close attention. But that's it for this segment. We'll take a quick break and I'll be back with more. So if you listen to the show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, I did an episode recently called the Emergency Episode Part 2, where I discussed the Nets trading Harden to the Sixers in exchange for Ben Simmons on the same day of the trade. It was an unexpected episode based on unexpected news. So to give some background in regards to this trade, like I briefly did in that episode, at that time, the Nets were losing. They had a lot of injuries. And there were circumstances outside of basketball that were holding the team back. But now it appears that things are looking up for the team. So Kyrie is close to becoming a full-time player with the mayor of New York announcing that he's going to be dropping mandates in the coming weeks. And Durant will be returning from his injuries shortly. But James Harden saw the current state of that team and he wanted out. So the reason I'm bringing this up is because I think it ties into the whole theme of this episode, which is, you played yourself. So he was in a great situation, but it hit some adversity. And instead of seeing it through, he left for what he thinks is a better situation in Philadelphia. So while he may be happy now with getting what he wanted, he'll soon realize that the grass is not always greener on the other side. And this is something that we can all learn from, actually. We like to believe that the grass is greener elsewhere. You know, sometimes we might switch companies or jobs, or we might leave the person that we're with because we think there's a better option out there. Or we can give up on a business or an idea because it's not making immediate progress. Things take time, and adversity is part of the process. But most of the time in life, you'll find that it's more rewarding to see things through instead of just jumping ship. So when the Nets are fully healthy, they'll have a complete roster and they can cause some serious damage. Now the Sixers will continue to be a good team, but I don't see them going far. So with that being said, we shouldn't sacrifice long-term gain for a short-term temporary benefit. And there are countless examples that we face in our lives where we have to make these choices And oftentimes they're not, we're tempted to go with what we think will give us that instant gratification. But we soon come to realize that that's not what's best for us. We should practice taking the time to think things through, to make calculated, well-informed decisions. We have to think about the effects it'll have in the short and the long term. Because when we do our due diligence, we may find that it's better to weather the storm for a short period of time than it is to make a quick, hasty decision. But long-term thinking is a skill, and it's something that has to be consistently developed. And we also need to develop the ability to see the bigger picture, rather than just looking at everything at face value for what it currently is. But that's all I got for today. Thanks for listening. Until next time.
Thank you for listening to the Wire to Wire podcast. Be sure to share and subscribe. You can also check out all of my books, including my latest one, Quarantine Thoughts, available at all major retailers. You can also follow me on Instagram at Yusuf underscore A official. Until next time.